Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moore. So, this week on the podcast, we have Romana Testaseca. Romana is an actress, a writer, a dancer. She is loads of things. She's a wonderful, wonderful person. And she's also my girlfriend. It was very unexpected that Romana came on the podcast. But basically, I was going away for a week. I had an episode booked. And last minute, unfortunately, our guest fell sick. No worries. Absolutely fine. It was nothing major. But they weren't able to make it into the studio. Um, and Romana kind of just stepped in literally that morning. She'd stayed over at my house. And I was literally like, will you come in and do the podcast? And she was like, yes. Because she is the best like that and in every way um, so this is a bizarre episode this is a really weird episode it's episode number 40 as well which is kind of cool so it's kind of cool to have like a personal touch to it but it's also kind of weird I feel kind of vulnerable about it it's kind of strange to put out an episode with um, someone like Romana um, who's so special to me but who I'm so close to and we have this shorthand that like we were like we probably sound like we hate each other you know what I mean people probably gonna think they're awful together they don't even like each other he's mean to her and she doesn't communicate properly with him or whatever the thing might be you know what I mean um, so yeah this is what came out uh, I hope you guys enjoy it I think it's actually a pretty special episode uh, she's definitely a very special person and um, yeah please enjoy the Romana Testaseca episode of Personality Personality Bingo with Tom Morin. Tom Morin's Personality Bingo. Tom Morin's Personality Bingo. So, Romana Testaseki, ready to play Personality Bingo with Tom Morin? Yes. All right, wonderful. Uh, we should say that this is a, 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 you were just a, you're, you're a last minute substitution. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even <laughs> first choice. You, you, in fact, yeah, but fair Very play sad. to you. Fair play to you. You're 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 doing a wonderful job of deputising. Um, so let's just do it. I'll give you a quick explainer for the people at home of how it all works. So I've got sixty balls in here. I'm going to put sixty minutes on the clock, and I've got sixty questions in front of me. I've also drawn out five numbers for you. In a minute, I'm going to ask you to pick a sixth. But could you do me a favour and read out the five that are in front of you? Ten. 16, 55, 36 and 47. Nice. Okay, and can you do me another favour and can you pick a sixth, uh, a number that's not already there between 1 and 60? 9. All right, scribble that down for me. Uh, and so if all of your numbers come out, those six numbers that you have in front of you, if they all come out within the 60 minutes, that means that you've won personality bingo. It's never happened before, but if it happens, the tables are turning. You get to ask me any question in the whole wide world. All make sense? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, you ready to go? Yes. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Number 38. Do you have it? No, I have 36. Well, that's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 38. If you had to get a tattoo, what would you get? Oh, I'd get the triquatra. What the fuck? <laughs> the triquatra is, it's like a Celtic symbol that has like three, three ends to it. And it's oh. com- like, oh, it's all there's a circle around it as well to make ring them all together. <laughs> is triquatra shamrock in Irish in Italian? No, it's, it's this symbol. You know it. It's that one there. Drawing pictures is so bad on a podcast. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a really good symbol, and then my brother and sister would we would all get it. No, no, no. Okay, sweet. And yeah, you'd all get it. Do you think you will get it? Um, I don't know. What part of your if body? If I got it, I'd have to get it really, really small somewhere. Maybe like on my back or something. And is that because you wouldn't want people to see it or for acting reasons? Mm, so I wouldn't want to get bored of it. Okay. I'm afraid to get bored of it. So like, and, and I, 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 I'm just always curious about people get tattoos because it's not something I do. Like, w- would it be a case, would it be a thing of that you'd want to get the, like, 
so if you wouldn't want to get bored of it, then what's the point in getting it? If it's I so, know. if it's not for you, it's so it's for other people. Then is that? Yeah, it's tricky because if you don't see it every day, then you never see it. But you could like look in the mirror and go, mm, yeah, or <laughs> that's a good one. Is that what that's you do in the mirror? <laughs> mm, no. Yeah, look over your shoulder. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, but I think like it, it wouldn't have like it have to be somewhere that I could see it fairly easily but not like super easy like I'd never get it on my wrist because mm. I could see it all the time you're just staring at your wrist all day yeah and you'd be <laughs> like why Why did I do that to myself yeah, yeah 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 but I don't know if I would get it it's just if I if I, if we did decide to get something we'd get that yeah it's kind of cool that like it's interesting like that your whole family will get it I mean you're you're very close with your family I think yeah comparably yeah, yeah we're very close but I, I don't know as well you don't have to like put it on your skin to show that you're close you know yeah it's an interesting thing like certain people that's really important to them to be able to like have it written on their skin and yeah. have that demonstrated or have like their daughter's names and son's names in case they forget them yeah <laughs> I think that's a bit weird but like or I, kn- I knew a lady one day and she like I met this girl and she was like she had this massive tattoo that said Peter on her back and it was her boyfriend and it was huge like it took up like took over the entire back and then she broke up with him and she had to like get loads of tattoos on top of it to like disguise it. Wow. Disguise the letters. I mean, I, I, to be honest, actually, the kids one I can kind of understand your kids' names because, like, I, I can only imagine if you have children, that's going to be like incredibly important to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can get that. That that makes sense to me. Whereas, like, like partners like come and go, but like your kids are your kids for yeah. life. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, partners come and go. Is not <laughs> <laughs> partners come and is go. Not, people might know that that we're we're, we're, we're like dating. We, yeah, we've just started dating. It's weird to say. <laughs> it's weird to say that we're dating. Like d- dating is a weird word for what we do. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't we know. D- what, we date. We date. We hang. Out. What do we do? We 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 hang. We we we. we I feel like we live <laughs> together, but don't share the same house. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's weird. Yeah. How, that's how would weird. you describe it? Um. Terrible. <laughs> Dysfunctional. We have, we have a lot of communication together. <laughs> What's that mean? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm doctor filling you. It's like, I don't know, like, you're probably the person I communicate with the most. Yeah. Via all sorts of channels. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's so bad. I mean, like. Are you talking about I mean, sex? No, I'm talking about, like, I don't know, phone, like, WhatsApp. <laughs> Anal through the nose through the ear. That's what it sounded like when you said channels. (laughs) It did. It just did. No, on all sorts of um, levels. Levels. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) What do you mean? As in, like we talk a lot. Yeah. And we like spend a lot of time together. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And we message each other a lot. Yeah. And send each other voice messages. Voice messages are great. Yeah. It's like podcasting on your phone. Yes, it is actually. So when you think about it, you're actually a very experienced podcaster. Yeah. So, uh, fun fact: th- the last podcast I had was called "Cold and Awkward" with Tom Moore, and it doesn't exist anymore. And Romana. Oh yeah. So it's actually a really bad omen that you're on the podcast because you were the last guest, and your episode was just not released. Not may released. I say it finished the podcast after it you didn't make it through. So that's an interesting. That's an interesting dynamic here. This could be, in theory, the last ever episode of Personality Bingo. You would have ended it. Yeah, I'm convinced. I was just too controversial. <laughs> Just too, <laughs> you brought too much truth, man. Yeah, too exactly. many levels, too many channels. <laughs> Couldn't deal. Right, let's go again. All right, here we go. Number oh, two came out. All right, we'll go for the first one. I see number eleven. Do you have it? 
11. No, but no. I have 10. That's so close. Romana, it's irrelevant. It's <laughs> so close. <laughs> you don't understand numbers. Uh, okay, number 11. The question is, do you have a role model? Oh my God, you're going to have so many. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like everyone you're is a role, role model, model for you. No. Well, you're... Oh. Who's my role model? You regret saying that the minute it came out of your mouth. What, you? I, I'm not really a role model. Well, you're like someone inspiration. Like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. That's very funny. Um, yeah, no, that's a good point. Like, it's, it's interesting when you can look, you can find inspiration in the people around you. Because when you say that, I'm kind of like, oh, fuck off, that's so stupid. But then when like think about it, like, you're 100% like inspirational to me. Oh, thank you. Do you know what I mean? I'm not just like buttering your proverbial bread here. Uh, <laughs> now, now everything just sounds sexual because I said you were going out. Um, but you know what I mean, like, like if you, it, it is amazing. Like even you know, you know, like say Peg and Bernard who used to mind me. Like they're one hundred percent inspirational to me. Like yeah. my granny, she's inspirational to me. Yeah. Like, like there's loads, there's tons of people who are inspirational to you if you look around for it. I mean, when when I when I ask that question, I suppose like the question is, do you have a role model? I thought you were going to say someone like Catherine Walker. Oh yes. Yes, she's very inspirational. I don't know why I'm answering the questions for you. <laughs> yeah, you know me so well. No, I think... Oh, who's my inspiration? No, so do you have oh, a role model? That's the question. It so. depends, like, what I'm thinking about. Like, if it's for acting, if it's for, I don't know, directing, if it's for, like, life advice. All right, sure. Well, let's talk about, like, who's, who's an acting inspir- a role model for you? Um, That I know personally. No. Or that I don't. Owen Fuere, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's like a different level of a human. Different channel. Yeah, different channel. She's so. Um, she's so deep and mm. like rooted, mm. and real and almost creature-like. If you could ask her, if you met her and could ask her one question, what would you ask her? Um, or the first question you'd ask her. What's your ideal day? Like, what's your perfect day? Really? Yeah. What would you do on your, like, day off? What's your perfect day? Um, what time do you wake up at? Nine. Nine. Good time. Yeah, good time. I love number nine. And what, what do you do next? Uh, I have breakfast. No shower? No, breakfast first. Breakfast first. And I don't I like to have breakfast really before nice. the shower because sometimes then if I look in the mirror, I, I feel fat. <laughs> I don't that's true that's interesting I like to have gone to the gym showered then I'll have breakfast okay <laughs> yeah you do a lot of things before breakfast you sometimes have breakfast at like 4 o'clock in the day yeah which is weird to me well it, yeah it is a weird thing I had a bowl of porridge at 7 <laughs> it's like why <laughs> 7 at why night you, yeah. yeah well I eat porridge like if I'm working in the theatre I, I eat porridge like for like nearly every meal of the day it's so weird just for my energy I think that's really weird porridge in the evening but you get tired yeah but you should have like something more Vegetable-y. You just vegetable. <laughs> okay, sorry for interrupting you though. So you'd have breakfast at. I'd have breakfast at nine. No, you'd wake up at nine. I'd wake up at nine. Sorry, <laughs> straight away have breakfast. Uh, yeah, go straight into the kitchen, make myself a really nice breakfast. What would that be? What would be in it? Pancakes. Nice. With fruit on top. Sweet. And date syrup. Ooh. And then I'd have a cup of tea, and then I would. Oh no, hang on. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'd get up and I'd do yoga. That's what I do. I was I surprised had that hadn't yes. happened already. I'd do yoga before breakfast unless I had time later on. And then yeah, I'd do yoga and then I would go have breakfast. Then I would shower. And then I would meet somebody that I really like. 
Me. You. Me. I'd meet up with you and you'd be like, no, I can't meet up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then I would probably, that's really hard actually. If you had like, you could do anything. Yeah. Do some rehearsing for something. <laughs> I was doing that as well, yeah. But like not not, not like I a really full day. About. You wouldn't want to do like a yeah, you like wouldn't want to do ten to six. Like that's a long day. That's yeah. expected to me hard work. Like, you know, three three yeah. hours. Like a three hour rehearsal, but a really good rehearsal. If yeah. you could if you could know that it would be a really good rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> or make it a really good rehearsal. And yeah, and then possibly like break for lunch, have lunch with everyone who's rehearsing. And then go out for a really nice walk down the pier. Nice pier in Dunleary. Yes, and it would be a really nice day because it's a perfect day. So then I'd go for a swim. Nice. And then I would try something new that day. Ooh, that's th- what I did. This is good. <laughs> it's like the best day ever. <laughs> uh, that was the question. Try like, <laughs> like try, try like surfing. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I, you, you, I think you'd be a very natural surfer. Do you think? Yeah. I try surfing. In on Kalini Beach, very very south side of but you. But I get a lift somehow because or <laughs> cycle. <laughs> I wouldn't want to walk to Kalini because I'd be tired from my swim. So then I'd go and walk. I'd get a lift to Kalini. I think we're into the minutia of this too much. <laughs> and then yeah, anyway, I and go would you surfing. put your seatbelt on? <laughs> yeah. And what length would your toenails be? Uh, okay, so then I'd go, yeah, then I'd go to Kalini, try surfing. It would be really warm, wouldn't have to wear a wetsuit. And then I would go for dinner with my whole family. And then I'd go out on the lash and I'd uh, invite you. He's pointing at himself to invite himself to dinner. Yeah. Okay, oh, I'd invite I, you. I think you, I but should I'd, be there. I'd, I'd have seen you earlier in the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. Okay. So you, you said you couldn't meet up with me. Which Do you say you go on the lash? That's interesting because you like, have no, been, you don't like drinking that. that much. No, but I, no, I don't like drinking very much. Like, in, you but do I'd drink, have, like, but whenever you drink, f- you hate yourself after it. <laughs> yeah. I go like for, I'd go for drinks. Like okay. for like, Two drinks with my friends. Two drinks, two crabbies. Two crabbies. Nice. No, two cocktails. Ooh, splashing the cash. Yeah, exactly. So, would you drink cocktails if you could afford them? Is well, that I drink cocktails sometimes. Yeah, or, but I mean, like, if you drink crabbies, like, if we're in going out for drinks, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. If if it's there, if it's available. We, yeah, I guess I would drink cocktails all the time. They're just expensive. They are. Right. Yeah, they yeah. are. All right. Well, like that was either really interesting for people or the worst 10 minutes of podcasting ever. I can't decide. <laughs> you can edit it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, we got one out. Okay, here we go. Number 19. Do you have it? No. Okay, number 19. The question is, have you or do you ever consider emigrating? Oh. <laughs> this is fascinating. So people Ooh. might know that you're half Italian, half Irish. Yes. So you lived in Italy until you were 18 years old. 19. 19. Yes. You old bastard. <laughs> yes, 19. I moved to Ireland, but I... To follow your dreams. Follow my dreams. I wasn't like a new thing. I knew Ireland really well. I spent a lot of time in Ireland over the years, so it felt like a different home. Home from home. Did you consider yourself emigrating when you moved here? Well, when I was a kid, I used to always like look at Ireland and be like, it's the perfect place. They have gardens here. <laughs> and they play in the garden. Because you live in like city centre Rome. Yeah, I live in an apartment. I lived in an apartment, I guess. Um, so I wasn't used to having like a garden. We had a roof. We have a roof. But like it, it's kind of like a communal roof for everyone to share. And some neighbours are a bit annoying. <laughs> Do my washing. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so I came to Ireland. Yeah, I guess I emigrated. But would I emigrate again? Probably. Possibly. Yeah. Where do you think you'd go? I I wouldn't mind trying London for a while. Yeah. Uh, what would be close. what would be the thing that will make you move? What would be the the thing that would be like? Oh, it's time now. I mean, I, I know that's in an hard. ideal world, a job. Yeah. Some really big job, or like even not even a really big one, just a job, like that was fairly well paid and, and exciting and stimulated me in some way. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Tom is yawning. Oh. <laughs> Tom is yawning. I mean, you should really be saying, rather than Tom is yawning, you should take some responsibility and yeah, say, and say Romana is boring. I mean, no, that's so mean. No, you're not boring. I think this is going wonderfully. Yeah. It is weird, though. It, this it is, is definitely weird. It is weird that you're doing, that we're together and you're doing my podcast. Yeah, it feels a bit, like you never would ask me questions from a sheet. You ask me a lot of questions, though, in real life as I, well. I do, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think I'm very... Yeah, I was saying this to you that my agent the other day described me as like, Tom is a curious actor. And I was kind of like, what does that mean? And then I was like, oh, I probably am like a bit curious. Like, Yeah, you're very curious. So it's probably actually quite a good way to describe me when you're trying to like sell me to a casting agent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It probably makes sense. Yeah. No, you're definitely very curious. Yeah. Nosy. <laughs> Just nosy. nosy. All right, here we go. Uh, number one. Do you have it? Um, Don't no, say have 11. I have 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you believe in ghosts? No. Well, I do. I do. <laughs> Tom always says that I say yes and then I contradict myself. Yeah, no, I um I have never seen a ghost is the correct answer to that, but I would love love to see a ghost. And my cousin saw a ghost of my face the other day. What? Yeah, which freaked me out. What? So she was like watching something. Who's Selene? Selene. Selene was watching something and this thing rose up from the carpet across the room and into the ceiling and then disappeared and it was in my face in the shape of a rhombus with like <laughs> rainbows around it and my apparently my expression was Romana like, rhombus yeah. rainbows this just sounds like the oh, weirdest yeah. drug the trip yeah she wasn't on drugs guys she really wasn't she wasn't on drugs I don't think not to my knowing <laughs> but um, yeah she was kind of I think Kind of waking up from a sleep or like kind of half asleep, half awake. Jesus. But it wasn't a dream. Like she was like, I definitely saw it. Like it rose up. She showed me all like where it rose up from and where it went. And I was like, this is so cool. This is so cool. And then I was like, wait, does this mean I'm dying? Yeah. Does this mean I am actually going to die really soon? Yeah. You're one of them people that are like, I can never picture like dying. Yeah. I'm immortal. <laughs> what I am. What um remember when when we went to because I I've always talked about this in the podcast anyone who like listens on a reasonably regular level will, will have heard me talk about the time I saw the ghost in my granny's house oh. and you were in my granny's house for the first time about two weeks ago yeah. during Storm Ophelia Maureen Maureen yeah <laughs> God bless her she'd she's be a great, good podcast guest wouldn't she oh she would uh, she's yeah. a very intelligent woman she is but what but do you think do you remember and you were like there is a weird vibe here yeah. It's very definitely very dark, and Tom's Tom's granny is obsessed with like closing the doors and like locking everything. And Tom will like lock it and really like obviously be like, "It's locked, granny." And she's but I'm like, nice about it. I don't like, I don't shout about it. I do it obviously so she to like ease her anxiety. Though. Yeah, I'm not. But she's being, like she can tell that you're doing that. I think so. She's like, 
no check again Tom no, she does that anyway <laughs> if I didn't do it obviously she'd make really? me check it more times yeah even the, the like when you went into her room she was like you haven't gone in far enough check for the boogie man I was like yeah. whoa because yeah. then when someone gets so stressed and scared about like being in their house then you get you're like maybe there is something that's here. a great point I actually never thought about that that she's created she's that she's freaking you out yeah that's so true that she's put me on edge I mean it's not her fault she's just really anxious about like yeah she is very anxious but like she's also like but a, she's also on her own yeah she's on her own and she's That's like hard. 90 and if if someone was to come in like she'd be yeah I'd say she'd be kind of she'd be kind of good though she'd get like a stick or something and <laughs> beat the shit out of him she can't stand up Roman. <laughs> yeah but she'd do it from sitting <laughs> she would it's very rock and roll I guess yeah. um yeah true no she's great shout out to Maureen on the podcast yeah right we go again Maureen if you're listening does yeah. she listen to this mm, maybe from beyond the grave oh she said that Tom should keep me he did. Oh yeah, she, she like she that. she was a fan of you. She's, She's hard to impress as well. Yeah, yeah. She is hard to impress. I impressed Maureen. I mean, I can put that on my CV. Yeah, you can. <laughs> that should be enough to get you that job in London, <laughs> right? Blah, here we go. Number thirty-four. Do you have it? Thirty-four. No. All right. No worries. Number. Oh, I thought I was gonna win this. <laughs> Tell us about a moment in your life that you describe as a close call. What? Wait, what? Death. Yeah. Mm, I'm not I'm immortal so <laughs> do you think you've ever nearly died um oh, have I never no 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 well what's the closest I've been hit like I've been hit badly but punched yeah but like oh I don't think I was gonna die by like. that girl who's that girl who did you get punched by wasn't <laughs> Just you're making it sound like it was me no 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 god no <laughs> no um no, I was in kickboxing and I, I like I remember like not being able to breathe. Oh, or no, it is another moment I thought I was gonna die actually. When? I had like like a panic attack kind of. Were I there? Yeah. In Croke Park. Yeah. Well, after. After Croke Park, yeah. I thought I thought I was gonna die. I thought I considered, am I gonna die? Really? Yeah. That's so scary. I didn't even like I I think I took it quite seriously and tried to like mind you through it, but I didn't. You said that you thought I was dying, or then you looked it up and it wasn't. I couldn't die from it. Oh yeah, shit, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, told yeah. me that it looked like it Yeah, was yeah, dying. I googled like, what does death look like? No, no, no No, you googled Panic attacks yeah. and stuff, yeah I was definitely like, I don't think I'm going to die, but like, am I going to die? Mm. I also fainted once after giving blood, that was kind of scary Because you just, I, I'd heard that you could just see black And I knew I was fainting, but I was like, I could like, never, pass out and never, never, wake, never, up. never wake up Yeah That was scary Yeah but yeah Interesting Yeah like the panic attack's interesting Because like you You never got panic attacks before We were talking about this today Like Yeah It's very weird But you don't get them like often But like it must be so scary I've never I think I've got like Panicked And like had attacks of panic But I've never had a panic attack Do you know what I mean Yeah I've never had like What you had like an anxiety attack Of just like finding it hard to breathe That must be really scary It is really scary And uh, I was After it It was like They explained to me that Um it's about, you don't think you have air to take in, but it's actually because you're not breathing out enough. So I was going, I was trying to take in air, but I couldn't do it. Yeah. And it was because I wasn't letting out enough air for it to allow, like so for, what, for there to be space. So what I should have been doing was getting you to like go, <sighs> yeah, to yeah. blow out like. Yeah, like if you're giving birth. You know when the women are giving birth, they go, <laughs> they do that thing. So I guess it's, it's yeah. scary though. It's scary because like you hear people having panic attacks, so you're like, oh. I'm never going to get a panic attack. Yeah. And then you get one and you're like, oh, well, that's what a panic attack is. Yeah. It is weird. It's definitely very weird. And God, I said I never had a close call. Now I found three. 
I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's weird. Like, that's probably what death is like as well. You kind of think, like, you hear people dying all the, all the time and you're just like, oh, that, well, that's like for other people. Yeah, but the difference is you don't wake up. That's what's so scary. You don't wake up to go, oh, that's what that is. You don't wake up. Yeah. So you don't actually, you'll never be able to tell anyone. What do you think happens oh, when you die? That's what death is. I think you die and you get put in the ground and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I have such I have such a scientific view of death. Like <laughs> well, cells. I don't think getting put in the ground and that's it is scientific, Romana. It is, because our cells are dead. And they just... What about consciousness? Where does that go? It goes away. <laughs> Into the ground? Yeah. It all goes. Like it a vegetable. Goes. You'd There's like nothing. that, because you like vegetables. No, I don't want to be a vegetable, though. I like them. I don't want to... No, I'm not saying, like... As I'm not saying as in, like... But I'm, I'm saying, like, it's the same process of, like, being a vegetable. Like, your body will probably turn into vegetables in the future. Maybe. <laughs> That's the great hope. <laughs> yeah. That's what I aspire. Um, if you were to be a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? Um, if I were to be a vegetable, I would be kale. Kale. Yeah. Hell no. What? <laughs> what? What? Um. Why? I don't know why. Wh- uh, what were you going to say? I interrupted you there by asking you what vegetable you'd be. Sorry. No, I was going to say I think energies and like, I believe in energies, and I think someone's essence. Yeah. Someone's essence stays okay. in the world, and it stays in people's memories and people's hearts. Mm. people stay in other people who are still alive so that's how you think you live on yeah and like your blood is going into if you procreate your blood is going into another being Mm. they carry your blood and they carry your genetics and they go on through life and pass them on and pass them on Mm -hmm. I'm not really very religious but I believe in energies and spirituality and and possibly leaving something in the world Mm. what would you like to leave in the world I don't know. Like that's probably a benefit. Like I was thinking, like that's got to be a benefit for like having kids. Like people got to have to think that you know that like, like that's part of like that's that's one guaranteed way to ensure like you know on a really narcissistic level to ensure like a legacy. You know. Yeah, you'd wonder like, do we have kids because we're selfish and we want to like have someone survive after us and carry our surname or whatever? But you bring everything back to selfishness. <laughs> I do think humans are very selfish. I think that's why we have survived so long. Well, that's true. I do think like selfishness has has brought us on and has made our species kind of continue in the world. No, that's true, but like I guess when when you say it like it kind of feels like it always has like tinges of negativity through it, you know? Mm, I think cuz selfishness I just mean like are we doing it because we want the world to continue or are we doing it because they're extensions of ourselves like children are like you know people are like you just instantly love your child once it come out, comes out obviously there's exceptions but let, let me make a parallel with you right so you are in a theatre company called Rosebuds okay yeah and it's yourself and a collaborator and a friend of yours and mine Karen Colleen okay yes and so you met Karen in college like you know five years ago and you loved her and you admire her and you think she's talented and you like her as a person and then you know after college when we were all deciding like what do we want to make in the world what do we want to be a part of like you said well I love Karen and I love her talent and I love her like art and I want to put my talent and my art with talent Karen's talent and her art and like make rosebuds that's like not that dissimilar to making a baby. A kid. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If you blow it out, like, if you... But do you know what I mean? You can see the parallels there, like, and you wouldn't call that, like... 
selfish. So why is does it become selfish if like another life is involved? You know what I mean? Like because I guess the idea of it's having a baby from your body. Yeah. Like this is coming from your mind and your like artistic tendencies or whatever. But like a child is literally coming from your body. It's like another you. Oh, I understand biology. Mixed with, <laughs> mixed with someone else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like. But that's what I'm saying. But like, so I, I assume the idea, the principles are very similar. Like you, you know, not always. Sometimes people have children, people they don't want to have children with. Sometimes, you know, but like, you know, it, it, it's quite common that, that someone like finds someone, says like, I love you and I think you're brilliant and I want to share like a life with you in the sense like, okay, fine. Like you want to be with them for the rest of your life. You want to get married, whatever that might be. Or I want to literally make a life with you. Like I want to make a little baby. You know, yeah, uh, that to me doesn't seem selfish. I'm sure it no, can it's be. It's a very beautiful thing, and like, it's from what I can see, like people are very happy with their children, and and. Did you consider your mom selfish for having you? No, but I ju- I just wonder. It's not that I think people are selfish for having children. I just wonder sometimes, why is it that we have kids? Yeah, you know, because I think people, most people that have kids, say that it made them inherently more selfless yeah i think so because then you put them first but i I wonder if the idea of having kids is like fundamentally a selfish idea i don't know i think it's a very beautiful thing like i have a friend who doesn't want to have kids and um she kind of has discussed it with her partner and she she's kind of at that age where she could have kids um or like you know She's in her 30s, so people usually have kids. She's 16? Yeah, exactly. We can all have kids. 13 probably. But like, you know, it's like she's at that age where it's, you know, society would say this is your time now to get married and have kids. Sure. Um, And she doesn't want kids and her boyfriend doesn't want kids for like different reasons. And I think his reasoning is like, I don't want to put out a kid in this, you know, this world. It's such a really, such a horrible world. Yeah. I don't want to like continue... And like, oh, I don't know. It's it's, it's it, that's it's interesting. Tricky. Like I hear that, and like my instinct is like bollocks. Like the world is beautiful. Yeah. It like it's only horrible in so far as it's beautiful. Do you know what I mean? It's only horrible because you know the capacity it has to be beautiful, and you know how wonderful so much of it is. And yeah, there are awful things, especially now. There is so many awful things going on in the world right now. Yeah. But at the same time, isn't it brilliant? Where else would you rather be? <laughs> Like, where else would you rather? <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. you I know. 100% agree with you, I think. Um, I think life is a gift. Yeah, it is. And we're very lucky to have it. And I'm able to share it with like brilliant yeah. people. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just vomits into their headphones. Yeah, but I do think it's definitely like, you know, we're, prog- we're programmed to want to have kids. You know, to want to sleep with people and have kids why can't i play with the ringo balls? <laughs> I, I want you to connect um, with me well um yeah yeah i just think <laughs> that that I that sentence to, there was like was a metaphor for our relationship romana started messing with the balls that we'd already taken out and i was just like i want you to connect with me <laughs> i'm so needy i'm so sorry you have to put up with my nonsense no but i just want to no. have the chats no and you can stop <laughs> touching everything on the <laughs> fucking table right let's go again no other guests ever done that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just guilt tripping into like concentrating. Number 49. <laughs> Do you have it? 
Oh, you took away my piece of paper, well, so you have to do it for me. Then. I'll answer. You don't. <laughs> number 47 you have. Oh, I'm doing what you do. That's irrelevant, See? Tom. And <laughs> all my numbers are really close to the numbers that you call out. That's why I'm calling them out. Happy or sad, tell us about a moment in your life that you'll never forget. Ooh. <laughs> I'll never forget when I was on, I was on the tram and I asked my mum, I was like... Does Santa exist? And she was like, what do you think? And I said, I don't think so. And she said, you're right. And that was devastating. Oh. And I thought, it's all fake. The whole world is fake. God is fake. It's all fake. Uh, yeah. How old were you? It was you? sad. It was sad. Because it's like when you know something, but you're afraid yeah, you to know it. Yeah. And then I knew it. I was maybe 11. Yeah. Yeah, it's when you like don't want to ask the question because you know the answer. Exactly. It's like when you fancy someone and you don't know if they fancy you back and you're like, oh, will I tell them? Will I not tell them? And then you tell them and then you feel free. But like you're like, if they don't fancy you back, that's really sad to accept. Like remember that time we were in the Bernard Shaw? Do you remember this? T- I, I've told you this story and that I, and that and that we were talking and like we'd, we like we'd, we'd, I think we'd, I don't, I don't know had we been together or had we broken up like before or whatever I just remember like that I fancied you and I wanted like to be with you and I, and I oh and, that and was I, awful it was awful and like don't tell that story <laughs> don't tell it can I tell it no it's not a bad story it, we're together now <laughs> but like and, and I and I, bad. and I was like, and I thought like and I was kind of like I don't know we were talking about like you know like your heart and who you like Loved and and I th- and 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 I and I was sure you were gonna say me and you're like I can't say it and I thought like you're like oh I can't say he, she can't say it because she's gonna say my name and and it's gonna be it would be too hard for her to say it so she's like okay I'll, I'll write it down and I was like okay oh, no. write it down and she took out her phone and she's uh I I think you wrote down I I was like okay and then T H I N K think okay I think <laughs> I I think I okay and then. L O V and I was like, oh my god, L O V. I think I love. And then I was like, she's gonna write, she's gonna write, you. And you didn't write you. You wrote someone else's name. Oh, that's that's really weird. And it was so sad because for the for the whole sentence, it was like she's gonna say, I think I love you, oh. and I was like, I was so ready to be like, I love you too. And then at the end, it just wasn't my name. It was oh. the other dude. I wasn't ready to love you, Tom. <laughs> that's okay, but like. That was an amazing. Uh, that's some, that's a moment I'll never forget. Really? Yeah, that was oh, crazy. That's really horrible to be on the other end of that. Well, no, it, like it was just it was just like the timing of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we definitely weren't ready to we're be with each other. Then. Like who knows if we're ready to be with each other now? But yeah. like, do you know what I mean? We were in different places. Yeah, we were. In our hearts. You were in love with. <laughs> <laughs> with <that> unknown. <laughs> yeah, with unknown. Um, but yeah, it's funny, isn't but it? Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating because I think we are. <laughs> quite selfish in the sense of like we see the world from our eyes so we just assume that people just will love us I don't know like I just assume you just go around and if you fancy someone you you kind of just assume that they fancy you back cause like, I don't do that no because you're like a good person are you? no but like <laughs> that's number 58 are you a good person? is there a question? no oh, like, that'd be a good question are you a good person? that's how I'd answer no but what I mean is like fundamentally like we might think that someone will not fancy us back, but there's always that bit of hope of going, no, no, he does, he does, or she does. She yeah. Does. And then when you hear it, it's like, oh, 
bam. And you're like, I'm just a terrible person. That's why they don't fancy me. Oh my God. <laughs> you're definitely not a terrible person. <clears throat> Thank you. Are you a good person? I think I'm a good person. I think the correct the answer, time. that's what I was going to say. The correct answer is like sometimes. Yeah. Like I'm not always a good person. I've definitely done bad things. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're, you. <laughs> well, no, that's, <laughs> not, that's not a bad thing. But you know, I, I've definitely not been a good person. Definitely. There's been lots of times when I wasn't a good person. Yeah, but like, you know, you wouldn't. But that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. Like you wouldn't love someone if they were like, if they were 100% anything, you wouldn't love them, I don't think. Exactly. You know what we were I mean? talking about this last night. We were. Like, everyone has to be a little bit of everything. Yeah. Or you can't be 100% good. There's just no way. No, 100%. Gandhi wasn't 100%. <laughs> I love answering it 100%. Yeah. Uh, no, but you're right. Yeah, like, well, yeah, Gandhi was, like, hyper-flawed. But, like, if he wasn't flawed, then you'd be like, bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the person that, like, looks perfect is the person that has child porn. <laughs> as the old saying goes no but you know what I mean yeah like that like that is but like it, it is like like as in like if, I mean we're seeing it again and again now like with I mean like the Catholic Church was such an obvious example and then all these other stories of like these men in power like you know like just that that probably looked yeah. I mean I don't know it, like it, actually that's not really true like Harvey Weinstein never looked cleaner than clean like uh, I don't know what Kevin Spacey looked like you know examples closer to here like no, nothing was like you know completely surprising to anyone I don't think but like what I'm saying is that yeah like these were all people that were like revered societally and you know it's turned out well actually they were doing some pretty horrendous things behind the scenes yeah yeah and sometimes you don't expect it from people or it's even I don't know if this is a different kind of thing but like when people commit suicide yeah you think what like how did that person want to end their lives like they looked so happy you know yeah that's such a cliche what they isn't say it? about comedians like comedian the people who are happy all the time and making jokes and like you're like oh they're such a happy person they're such a happy person and then like you hear you know Robin Williams you know he you know, he wanted to die. Like, that's so sad. Yeah. And, like, he 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 puts across such a positive message in the world. And maybe that means that there's no positive messages left for himself because he's l- putting it all out there. And you have to you have to be positive inside as well as outside. I think that's really important because you can put it up a front and pretend that you're a certain way when inside you're the opposite. No, you're right. Like, there there is a lot to be said for, like, giving it away. You know what I mean? Like, they, they say that about they say that about Robin Williams or sorry they, they I was listening to a really good podcast it was the You Made It Weird one Pete Holmes podcast that I yeah. that I love and it was with them um, oh, I was with the, one of the Duplass brothers I think it was Jay or Mark I don't know but they're these amazing filmmakers you'd really like their films I think they're really amazing they're beautiful films very simple but um, and he was talking about soul points he has this idea of soul points so when he's like at work he's like he's giving a lot to the work and like you know yourself you know in the arts like if you don't give like you you don't get back like it's so much of it is you and like what you can give to parts and characters and and, like just time and preparation it's all about giving and giving and giving and you know you always hope that you get something back but he was talking about that like the soul points that he gets from a job and how that's a really important distinction for him to make like how much am I giving and how much am I getting back because he's like if I give 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 I work and then I come home at the end of the day and I have nothing left to give to my kids, then that job isn't enough because it's taking too many of my soul points. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, I just thought it was a really nice way of looking at it. Like, because that's true. Like, you, you've experienced it with me over the last few months. I've had, like, such a busy few months and there's been times where I've been, like, empty of, like, soul points. I just thought it was a really nice way of looking at it. Like, I've been given too much to, like, 
between this podcast and rehearsals during the day and a show at night and I probably didn't have anything like to give to you and we'd no, end up just like I don't think that's entirely true what? I think you've been very good at juggling everything actually well thank you for saying so but like I've but like, I've certainly felt that like at times I haven't been able to you know um, yeah just uh, like everything that I was doing was taken away from kind of my enjoyment of the important things that are like around me and so central to me really yeah it's tricky it's really tricky because you're really passionate and you're really career focused and really proactive so you want to do things all the time and you're always involved in things and I think you want to do that because your career is important to you and that's that's an important thing in your life and you have to acknowledge that and it's also it does bring you great happiness oh so much so yeah you know but that's one thing I think you're really excellent at is is finding that balance and, and like I think you can probably tip on the other end of that sometimes you know what I mean where like you like we always have these conversations about like because you're very good at like looking after like why you eat and make sure you're eating good food that like makes you feel good and like that you enjoy and you're very good at like doing your yoga which you love and you know makes you feel good and you enjoy and you know you run a lot which makes you feel good and you enjoy all these things and your kickbox and all these things are really important to you and then but like um, you, you said it yourself like sometimes then you'll be like fuck the day's gone and I didn't get to do some of the things I needed to do. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's trying to yeah, find I'm that balance. Yeah, I'm probably the opposite actually. I sort of procrastinate with things that I want to do instead of doing maybe the more scary things of my career or something. Yeah. I find that you kind of, you're really good at sitting down and like, I'm going to write now for like an hour and you write for the full hour. I'm going to go, I'm going to write now, I'll tidy my room. Yeah. And I'll like do my yoga and then I'll write, you know? And I think... And I do get things done, but I get things done in a more stressful manner because I've postponed them for a while. And then like maybe at the end of the day in the evening, I'm like there writing or whatever. Yeah. Or like trying to organize things late at night and then it's not good for your brain because then you're going to bed and you're feeling like stressed and your brain is all busy. Whereas you're kind of like, you go to bed and you're like, I'm done now with the day. I'm going to sleep like straight away. Sleep straight away. Yeah, it's crazy how quickly you fall asleep. I just go. Like I could I could be gone within like 20 seconds, honestly. Yeah, it's mad. Just hit the pill and I'm like, oh, it's actually mad. I'm done. <laughs> you obviously need it so badly. I'm efficient but, in my um, sleep. Yeah, there's something I was going to say earlier about, I can't remember, the happiness thing. Mm, the soul points. Do you like yeah, that? I, I just think it's a lovely way of thinking about it. Yeah, and I, I who was it? I think it was Valerie O'Connor who said to me, like, she was like, you just have to make sure that your life is really good. Because especially in what we do, like in acting and the theatre or whatever you're doing that's creative, I'm sure in any other job as well. But like, it's always important to be happy. But in theatre, if you're not happy, like, you're, you cannot get your satisfaction from it because it's so hard and it's so vulnerable and it's so scary and there's so much criticism involved and there's so much rejection involved that if you're not comfortable 100%, 100%, 98% in yourself, like you're not going to deliver in the way that you have potential to deliver in. Do you think you can ever be 100% comfortable in yourself? No. I don't think you can be 100% anything. But I think you can be really comfortable with yourself. mm but there's always going to be part of you that you're like in a certain situation with a certain person, you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, like you can be like rock solid in yourself and then like something or someone just like... Jars with you. Yeah. That happens a lot. Like All the time. And you're like, well, this person just makes me really uneasy. Do you know what I get really uneasy, right? Is if I, like, for example, if I was meeting... like, And it's with certain people I don't know that well. Or maybe certain people I do know well and I just can't... Like if I could... I think I can meet anyone for a coffee and sit down at a table... And be absolutely fine, right? But I was thinking of <laughs> I'll give you a really weird example. I was thinking of um I was thinking of a place to go and 
uh, eat food with someone. We were in town. We we're like, let's get dinner. We were both starving, and I was thinking of where to go. And we were in Temple Bar, and I was like, hmm, haven't been to Mongolian barbecue in ages. But I wouldn't be able to stand in that queue and feel comfortable with someone. Does that make any sense? Like standing yeah. in the queue and waiting and holding my bowl of food and waiting to pass it over to the guy, <laughs> that would throw me off, and I wouldn't be able to talk. That's so interesting. Does that make any sense? Yeah. When I'm walking, it's so funny. When I'm walking towards a person to meet them when I can see them very clearly and they can see me very clearly and I'm walking towards them I find that so awkward well that's I interesting I don't know why because I'm not can doing I, anything can I workshop this with you that we uh, like so I, I think that's because that you're at that distance where it's not appropriate you can't touch them <laughs> yeah. you can't hug them you can't shake their hand yeah. you can't really talk to them without shouting so <laughs> yeah. it's that like weird thing of you just have to like make weird eye contact yeah. it's like there's nothing good to do <laughs> right now I did this awkward wave like it's just like that's kind of endearing though it's kind of cute I know that wave you look you look like a penguin who's been given like stick on hands I don't know what it is yeah you're so right that's what it is it's because you haven't you haven't had the chance to like hug them or touch them or I think touch is really important for me as well like I need to like and I love saying goodbye to people like at the end of a night or like or like hugging people to say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that closure of going, okay, I've met you today. We've had a lovely chat. Let's close it with a nice hug. <laughs> That's very sweet. Like, and we have, we have a friend, uh, a good friend, like yeah. he just won't say goodbye ever. Yeah. And he'll like just leave situations. Yeah. Like he, and, and it's gas. And it's, I think it's just like, his manner. His way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like, if you didn't know him, you'd be like, that was rude. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's just how he deals with yeah, things. Yeah, it's fascinating actually. It's so interesting. Like, where's you I could be... never do that. I'd be like, so guys, I'm leaving now. I have to go. I have to get my bus. Okay, goodbye. And then I like hug everyone. Yeah. I think. Most of the time. Yeah, that's, that's nice. That's my ideal scenario. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On my perfect day. And perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> After my two pints. You, you hug everyone. <laughs> yeah. All right, sweet. Will we roll again? Oh yeah. God, we haven't really been rolling very much. Yeah, I always think the best episodes are where we don't get through that many numbers though. Really? Yeah, no, someone's listening who's played it and like, got through loads of numbers. Uh, yeah, well, that, that's also probably true. 21. No, you don't have it. Like, Tom is so controlling. Like, Tom has my sheet right now. That's really controlling. But I think our best conversation happened when you had nothing to distract yourself with. Okay. Do you, do you agree we had a really good chats last while? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, 21, the question. I'm like a child. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. We speak Italian at some stage. Yeah. We, we answer one question in Italian. Oh, this would be a good one to answer in Italian and then translate. Um, well, the emigration one would have been a good one to answer in Italian. Answer this one in Italian, okay. What would the title of your autobiography be? <laughs> Romana, mi dicono tutti che sono Romana di Roma, ma io sono Romana del mondo. <laughs> that was actually such a good title. Very, very long for a book. Yeah. But basically I said <laughs> terrible thing to say. What was it? Oh, basically, Romana. My name is Romana. Everyone says, Romana from Rome. Ha ha. But actually, I'm Romana from the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most you title of all time. Oh Romana my God. Romana of the world. Romana of the world. That's pathetic. Who are you, Bob fucking Gelder? <laughs> We're all part of the world, man. That's pathetic. I'm I not feel, from Dublin. I I'm do from feel Jesus. like a citizen of the world. It's hard bec- coming from two different places. <laughs> I just feel like I'm the world. Yeah, that must be hard. No, yeah, seriously, it is. Actually, is like not like because yeah, like you, you've said that before, and it's a cliche thing to say, but like it's cliche because it's true. Like when you're in Rome, people are like you're Irish, and when you're here, people are like you're Italian. Yeah, like I think people are re- like people do go. Oh, sometimes I forget you're Italian here, you know, and they go, I feel like you're so Irish, but then. 
you know, for parts, like I never get called in for an Irish person. So I'm like, oh, that's so weird. Like I only get a called in for parts of like any ethnicity, which I'm like, that's so bizarre. And then in Rome, I can't, I kind of look very Italian. Well, in Rome, I think I could look more Italian than I would look Irish here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I also think that people go, oh, you know, you're half Irish. That's why you do that weird thing. <laughs> I don't know, like whatever it is. But like, And your eyes are very unique in Italy, right? Like you have very like green eyes. Yeah, people would comment on my eyes and I'd be like, oh, why are they? It's just, yeah, standing out like that is kind of odd sometimes. But in a, another sense, like it's wonderful to speak two languages and to be part of two cultures and to take the best of both or to look at, try and take the best of both, I guess, and learn from both cultures in different ways. Yeah. You've taken like a food addiction from Italy and a, a, <laughs> and a, a drink, drink problem. <laughs> no, I don't have a drink problem. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's implying you have a food problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely have a food problem. No, uh, I, I do love food. I love food more than I love drink. Yeah. I think about food a lot. Yeah. Watermelon. Yeah. You have a watermelon phone case, a watermelon bikini. What else? A watermelon diary, watermelon fairy lights, <laughs> watermelon, uh, loads of watermelon cards. I have a watermelon t-shirt. I have watermelon leggings as of very recently, thanks to Palma. <laughs> Palma provides most of my watermelon things. I, I, yeah, I haven't really contributed Palma's to the watermelon. Palma's my sister. Yeah, Palma isn't um, part of the... I don't feed your addiction. You're my watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call me. It's your pet name. Yeah. No, it's actually... It's very long. Tom is much better, much more concise. <laughs> <laughs> it's more economical. Yeah. Uh, wh- wh- um, what's watermelon in Italian? How do you say it? Cocomero. Cocomero. Or anguria. And I don't like when people call it anguria. Why? Because cocomero is the best word. Cocomero. 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 Mm, good. Anguria. That's good. <laughs> Am I good? Yeah. Anguria. Am I good? <laughs> How do you say welcome to personality bingo with Tom Moran in Italian? Benvenuti at personality bingo. How do you say personality? Oh, yeah. how, how would that be? Oh, God. Benvenuti a, um, al bingo personale di Tom Moran. <laughs> Benvenuti a... Al bingo. Al bingo. Personale. 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 Di. Di. Tom Moran. Tom Moran. Tom Moran. <laughs> Benvenuti personality bingo with Tom Horn. <laughs> right. With loads of heart. <laughs> heart. Oh, I feel so in my heart, heart, man. I've got loads of heart. Bro. Right. Um, yeah. Number two. You don't have it. Oh, I've decided. Uh, you're doing really bad here, man. <laughs> I'm doing the worst. Uh, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? We talk about this all the time. Extrovert. We talked about this at breakfast this morning. Yeah, definitely an extrovert. Yeah, you get your energy from other people. Yeah, I hate being on my own. Yeah. <laughs> We're going away on a little break for a few days, just to Donegal, in the most isolated house. Guys, like I'll tell you exactly where this house is. You'll never find it. <laughs> it's like a house on a hill in the middle of Donegal. It's surrounded by beaches. It's a walk from there the airport. There is a... Can I say it? There's somebody very dangerous nearby. No. No. You can't say that. Okay, that's okay. You can't say that. But there's... Yeah. Okay, go on. Uh, you definitely you shouldn't have said that. We, can you edit that out? Yeah, I might need to edit that out. Um, He's not going to listen. He does listen. Oh, fuck. It's not, it's not who you that, think. That needs to come out. If you're hearing this... Romana, stop it's talking. not you. It's me. You're dangerous. You're a liability. Um, Sorry, go on. Anyway, uh, no, but yes, we're going to go to the most like isolated little house on the side of a hill, surrounded by beaches and water. And it's beautiful. It's near the airport, but like you just wouldn't be able to find it. It's so isolated, and you kind of found it. Like you, you, all you had to talk to was me and the donkeys. Yeah, 
I mean, the donkeys were great. Better conversation. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Like, even though, you know, I don't know. I, I do find, I was saying it to Tom today, like, I think it is hard because it's only one person and I, I love, like, lots of people around me. Yeah. And it's nothing personal against you. It's just... It's just some. Um, You're not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was so loud. I'm sorry. But it is so beautiful. Like I've, I, I'm lo- so looking forward to that. Just like recharging yes. and not having, not having to like worry about doing a podcast. Like yes. I love doing this podcast. Yes. But it's fucking hard work. Like not having to worry yes. about like rehearsals or shows or something. Like it's all just loads of talking and stuff. Whereas this is just going to be the opposite. Very important that Tom takes a holiday. <laughs> to all of you listening, <laughs> he needs a holiday. <laughs> well, they're not like stopping me. <laughs> no, but like, like I, no. Yeah. But I think you really deserve a break. Yeah, no, it, it'll just be really sweet to just like relax, do some writing, be in my head. Yeah. Even I'm not going to like try and listen to less podcasts. In your heart. Sometimes I think about that. I think like I don't like spend enough time on my own head because I listen to so many podcasts. Yeah. See, you, you're in, you're an introvert, would you say? I think so. I, I, I'd say I'm pretty close to, I think I'm like 40% extrovert, 60% introvert. Because you're very good with people. I always yeah. think after shows, Tom is so good at talking to every single person who came to the show. Like it's uh, fascinating. My people, I don't go up to like strangers no, and be not, like, not "How not was my strangers. show? How was my but performance?" <laughs> yeah, did you like me? But no, I really appreciate when people take the time to come to anything I do. I think that's so gorgeous. So I always want to like thank people and just connect for a minute. Yeah, it's lovely. And and but you can see it happening to you. You're like he's leaving. He's leaving the conversation now to go to other people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but I just I just know. But like it's yeah. fascinating. I know because I I want to. But you have to do that. Yeah, I just want to like thank everyone for like because if people are coming like. Because they know me. They're obviously coming to see the play, but like you're there way in, so like I think it's just important to Yeah, no, it's lovely. Thank them on their way out. It's lovely. And I always get really sad when people don't stay. Yeah. That is true. If if you come like yeah, I didn't get saying I need to text Juliet because she was wonderful in her play in the Abbey Theatre yesterday. Oh, me you didn't see her. Sarah. No, I had to run back to the, the office, but uh, but she's she's a brilliant performer. She should come on the podcast. She'd be great. Yeah, she would. We do a lovely episode. Um she's just a fabulous person. Um but yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're you're an extra. I, I think you are an extra. Knowing yeah. you as I do, I would consider you an yeah, extrovert as well. Yeah, I think so. I'm not really... I don't look inwardly as often as I probably should. Yeah, I mean, like, we've we've talked about that, like, as, as in, like, that... Like, they... I mean, we... Yeah, like, we've definitely, like, changed each other in, in little ways, I think. Definitely. You know? Like, I... I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And that's why I think it was like we, you know, we were talking about the Bernard Shaw incident earlier. Incident, no, it wasn't incident. We never really even, we barely even talk about that. It's not like a big deal, but like we probably weren't able. It is a big deal though. Well, well, I don't. It wasn't that in that moment. Yeah, I don't. I don't think back in that like yeah. as I could, like I don't think I'll ever that's forget good. it because it was like a You're really very good at getting, you know, forgetting. Yeah, just trying like move on. As in, yeah, no, is it not forgetting? But you know, it's in the past. Yeah, yeah, it's still hurtful. It was the time, yeah. My, my, it was when then like your tummy sinks into your shoelaces moments. <gasps> Fucking Sorry to be the cause of that, <laughs> Mister Unknown, you bastard, <laughs> who he had the last must laugh. Not be named. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the dangerous man in Donegal. <laughs> oh God! Oh, now we can't edit it out. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, uh, let's go again. Uh, here we go. Number number six. You do not have it, guys. I haven't got one single number. Yeah. Although is that your nine? You draw. That's such a weird looking nine. Ew. Don't dis- comment on my nine. That's nine is disgusting. my favorite number. Do who not, is a person I can write it the way I want? Who is a person in the acting industry you would love to work with? In the theatre <gasps> industry, I, sh- I should say, or like in just oh. the industry. Catherine Walker. Yeah. 
Yeah. She's your friend. And Declan Conlon. No, one person. Oh my God, if I was in Had a play with them too, oh God. Imagine Dreams. if they played your mom and dad. Yeah. A bit too young though, I think. Yeah. But um, Catherine Walker is an incredible human being and an incredible actress and I'd love to work with her because we'd have great chats when we weren't rehearsing and I think we'd, I think she'd be an amazing person to work with because you'd learn so much from her. Mm. Exact same thing with Declan. He's an incredible man. Yeah. And they've been really good to you. Like, it's so yeah. nice when like people that you genuinely admire and think are talented are just decent humans. Oh God. And like such good humans. And I think that's hand in, that goes hand in hand. Being a good human yeah. is directly, um, is directly correlated with being a good actor. Good actor equals good human. Sometimes. Most oh, of the But time. then like fucking Kevin Spacey, he's an oh, incredible yeah. actor. And then you realise that he's been like so abusive to, you yeah. know, like young men and probably women. And like, we don't know. I don't really love his face though. It jars with me. Yeah. He's a bit creepy looking. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know, I don't. He is super talented though. Mm. Yeah. Isn't it funny how someone's face though can just... It's so weird. It's so weird. I was talking about that the other day, like that, like you know, I, I, you still have to be allowed to say Kevin Spacey's really talented, even though he mm. did disgusting things, right? Yeah, you were talking about who was it? Wait, I was talking about um, ah um, uh, fuck, uh, Keanu Affleck, Casey oh, yeah. Affleck, like during the Oscars, and it was just so interesting. That people were kind of like, I thought that he had the best performance of the movies last year. I thought he was absolutely incredible, in Manchester by the Sea. He also has allegedly, like, he was never charged with anything, but, like, things were settled out of court, so it's very messy, very difficult, and he seems to be known as being, like, a dodgy guy when it comes to being inappropriate with women, which is disgusting. And is that at work, or is that in his general life? I don't know. I don't I, know if that makes a difference. I don't think it matters. But, like, I just feel like if in the making of this film, people were harmed. I don't know, I just, like... Yeah, that's, a good, that's I mean? a good point, and it wasn't in the making of this film, I'm 90% sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's not okay. It's not okay like he, at all. If, if any of that's true, he's obviously, like you know, got massive issues and, like, needs to be held absolutely accountable for them. But that doesn't change the fact that, you know, people thought that his performance was the best performance that year. And personally, I did. If you're looking at just the movie... Yeah, that's so hard And, like, know. that's kind of what it has to be. Am I right? I don't know if I'm right. I I, I don't know. I, it, it's kind of hard to even talk about these things sometimes because you're afraid of being... Text us in. Wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Romana's number is 083. <laughs> um, Very good. Do you know it? <laughs> no. You definitely don't know. Um, I don't think I know yours. Right, we have time for one more. We just go for it. Yes. Okay, let's do it. Oh, I hope I have this one. Number 13. No. You're such a failure. Oh my God. All right, number 13. Where am I though? <laughs> I just won because I didn't get any. I mean. Um, <laughs> number 13. Uh, what are your thoughts on your 2017 so far? Oh, I thought 27, I came in 2017 thinking it's going to be the best year ever. Right. And then I really didn't like January. Why? I don't know. What I, happened? Nothing much. And I think that was a problem. <laughs> we, we weren't together. Maybe that's We weren't something. together yet. I didn't find, no, it wasn't like that. Well, I don't know. I was just like, I was just in a weird place and there wasn't much going on. And usually my life has lots of things going on and it freaked me out. So I guess it started on the wrong foot, mm. uh, but then it got really good. I went to Rome, then you came to Rome, we fell in love in the <laughs> Sistine Chapel. That's kind of true. It is kind of true. Uh, actually, it's 100% true. 100%, 99%. I might have, we were talking about this day, I might have come to Rome to try and like get you back, maybe. 
Oh. I didn't like. I didn't at the time think oh. I was, but I think in hindsight I was. Sneaky, sneaky, <laughs> sneaky, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. If she doesn't like in Ireland, bring her to the Sistine Chapel, <laughs> <laughs> where you brought me for free. In reality, yeah. But um, you got us in. It was good. I, it's been a really good year so far, and hopefully it'll end on a. I can't believe it's nearly over. Like it's actually yes, November. Today it's the first of November. It's November. Do you remember when it was February? I do. Yeah, I do. I remember when I was born. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, but yeah, it's fascinating, like how time flies. Yeah. And we say it all the time, but it's never not true. Like it, it absolutely flies. Yeah. One hundred percent true. One hundred percent true. Ninety nine percent. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the last two months of 2017. Yeah, man. Looking forward to Donegal. Yeah, a little holiday. Yeah. Uh, Romana, this has been weird <laughs> and wonderful. And I love you, and thank you for doing love it. Love you too. Um, this has been great. Um, do 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 us a favor, plug uh, your Instagram and your Twitter, and just any oh. bits and bobs coming up. Uh, you did, you have a wonderful one woman play that we're hopefully going to see again oh, soon yes. called Serious. Uh, yes, I have Serious, and we also usually talk about Serious on our Rosebuds page on Instagram, which is Rosebuds Theatre, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and rosebuds underscore theater uh, on Twitter it's rosebuds underscore play uh, Facebook it's rosebuds no space theater and then my own one is on Instagram follow me on Instagram because I don't really use well I use Twitter a bit if you like plays okay so <laughs> underscore underscore anamore is it's Romana backwards on Instagram underscore underscore I think and then Twitter is Romana underscore Tess T-E-S Taz, edit all that out because it was just so boring. So long. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, uh, you're the best. And thank you so much for playing Personality Bingo with Tom Warren. Thank you. So, guys, that was Romana Testaseca playing Personality Bingo with Tom Warren. A massive thank you to Romana for stepping in to do it. It was absolutely amazing. She's someone that I would have had on anyway. Normally, like, with people that are close to me who I think are deadly and who'd be brilliant on the podcast, I want to wait for them and have something to plug. Um, Romana has um, some wonderful, wonderful shows. She's a brilliant theatre company that we talked about on the podcast called Rosebuds. Um, I'd highly recommend seeing their stuff if you're in the Dublin area. She's also performed in Rome and around the world with her one-woman show, Sirius. Um, and she's just a really special person and a special performer and someone who I'm so lucky to have in my life so it was really nice to kind of document that and for you guys to hear it and to share it so if you enjoyed it please let me know uh, please let us know what you think on Twitter on Facebook we are on all of the things um, also yeah just let the guys ahead stuff know that you're listening and um, it's important so they don't like you know fire us or drop us I don't know if they do that but uh I'd, I'd hate if that happened to me because um, I love making this podcast and, and I love the people who listen to it. So if you're listening, please do let us know. Guys, it's episode number 40. That's kind of mental. So, I, I, you know, it just feels appropriate to just say a big thank you. It's been such a great journey so far. I want to keep going. You, you know, it, it's probably one of the things that uh, it's going to change and grow as time goes by. But I, I'm really excited to hit like a big year of like, you know, 52 episodes, an episode every week. We haven't missed one. Um, it's been a big effort on my part massive effort in Taz's part and um, it's been completely worth it but just to say that you know uh, any feedback that you guys have means the world uh, and if there's anything that you think we can improve on let us know and if there's anything that you really like let us know guys 
Other than that, just a massive thank you to the boss woman, Taz Kelleher, as always, for mixing, editing, and producing this podcast, and the other 39 of them. Uh, as always, check out her podcast, In the Shower, with Taz and Marcus, because it's absolutely wonderful, and it's doing so well, um, and it's so deserved, which I'm delighted about. Also, a huge thank you to Connor Nolan for our brilliant artwork, to Leah Moore and Anthony Manley for the wonderful theme music. Check them out at More Than Machines, which is their brilliant kind of punk, pop, rock band. They're absolutely deadly, and I know they're working on some new stuff right now. And also, a huge thank you to Alan, to Paddy, to Laura, to Sean, to everyone at Headstuff who makes this podcast possible and um, for them for having us. It means the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys, it's been 40 episodes. What the fuck? That's kind of crazy. I'm in Donegal. I'm on this like weird writer's retreat. I'm not talking to anyone and it's the best. So I'm just doing a really long intro because I have so much pent up energy. Guys, I will see you next week for episode 41 of Personality Bingo with Tom Moran. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.